Questions? Concerns? I know you've got to have some. This is a really hot issue. Yes? I have one question. Like, what happens to the companies that are hiring the undocumented people when they get raided? Does the company get in trouble for that? Well, what's happening now is many of these companies are starting to get fined. Okay? But some of these companies, for example, in the chicken industry, the chicken processing industries run 24 hours a day because that's how much demand there is for chicken. They have two eight-hour shifts, and those chickens move down the line faster than, than a marathon runner. Then they have one eight-hour shift where they do the cleaning, okay? So what the company will do is that they will hire subcontractors to find undocumented workers to come in. They'll pay them $6 an hour instead of $7.15 an hour, which is the going rate. They'll save that money to pay the fine. They can't find workers. They have the they only choice is to find undocumented workers willing to do that work. And so they'll pay the fine. And then they'll just get another round of workers in. That's the system. That's the way it works. It's just, you know, but now they're getting tougher on the worker. And some of the plants are now complaining to the government, I can't get, like the cucumber grower can't get enough workers. Where's she going to get workers at 7.15 an hour to do cucumbers? Who's going to do that? I ask students, I say, how much would I have to pay you to work in 95 degree weather in South Carolina picking tomatoes for 12 hours a day? How much an hour would I have to pay you? Not enough. How much? Well, what? Well, that's pretty cheap. Well, $12 an hour. $25 an hour. Now, in defense, look, in defense of the growers, they're stuck. As a grower, there's no way I'm going to be able to pay you even $12 an hour. Because Heinz, the ketchup, Heinz is not paying me much for my tomatoes. So the growers are kind of stuck in the middle. They, they can't pay $12, $15, $20 an hour to find local labor in the community. Um, I had one grower straight out tell me, excuse me for being politically crazy, says, I will not hire whites and I will not hire blacks. He, this was an apple grower. He says, bring me the Mexicans. Because they show up on time, they work from 5 in the morning to 9 at night, so I have enough apples to send down the apple processing plant. Okay? But one of the things that's ignored a lot in the media, especially in the more conservative outlets that are doing a lot of anti-immigration bashing, is they forget the economic impact. They claim, well, maybe we should force companies to hire local labor. Well, the companies say, I can't find them at the wages I can't afford to pay those wages. So. And I suppose yeah. it's the medium to small growers right. that probably exactly. are most impacted. If you have a large conglomeration where maybe they have multiple means of, of uh, bringing in money, they may not be quite a strap, but you're talking about your, your medium to small growers and farms and that sort of thing. And then they get into the whole thing of you know having fewer people controlling the agricultural mm -hmm. industry and, and in, in the country. And there, there are all kinds of economic implications. This is a very complicated it's a very, issue. And, and there's, a lot of, there's a lot of money involved in illegal immigration. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, up in Massachusetts, they have large nurseries. They used to hire H-2A workers that were through the government, they had to pay them about seven fifteen an hour. They found out that they could hire single males from Mexico for like five twenty-five, six dollars an hour. Alright, so this is how it works. You get ten single males from Mexico, they come into this town, they don't speak English, they need a place to live. 
The landlord says, no problem, I'll charge you $200 a month. Oh, that doesn't sound bad, right? $200 a month, but 10 of you have to live in this house. How much is the landlord clearing a month? He's clearing $2,000 a month. Is he going to say anything to the city that he has subdivided his house into 10 little apartments to house these illegal immigrants? Of course not. If he does, then he's going to have to pay property tax on each of those. Not going to say anything. Are the workers going to say anything? No way. And what they're living in may be better than what they were living in in Mexico. So now they're getting paid maybe $800 a month. So $200 for rent, that leaves $600. Uh, let's say they spend $300 on food and all that. They've got $300 left over. Where does that $300 go? It goes back to Mexico. Back to Mexico. Billions and billions and billions of dollars back to Mexico, to Central America, from undocumented workers that are here. And now, what happens in Avon Park, Florida? I'll give you an example. Some towns are so disgusted that the government hasn't done anything about the region that they decided to take things into their own hands. So, what they decided to do was they said, We're going to create an ordinance that's going to make it illegal for any renter to rent to an undocumented worker or for any business in town to hire an undocumented worker. Well, behind that is a little bit of this whole race issue because the mayor was interviewed in the New York Times, that's why it's important to read your newspaper, and he said, well, we used to be a community where there was little crime and we were kind of like lily white and everything. Well, now what's happened is you've got all these Hispanic undocumented workers that come into the town, they live in these homes where there's 10 of them in a home, there's several cars outside on the front, there might be loud music, and everything. Well, you can see what a culture shock it is for some of these communities. So there's, some of them are taking it to their own. And now what's happening in some of these towns is they find out it's almost unenforceable to do this. And what happens is, is that the undocumented immigrants, they leave town and the downtowns are decimated. Because there's a lot of undocumented workers that set up their own businesses and the economy flourishes. So it's a very, very complicated debate. The bottom line, as you as teachers, is sometimes it's hard to ask your parents what their status is. And the way I deal with it when I get a call from a migrant worker who needs some assistance, I say, I have to ask this question because it will determine if I can send you for some help. And I'll say, you know, do you have papers? Most of the time they'll say yes or no. And if they say no, I can't send them to a community action agency or social service because they don't have a social security number. Now sometimes if the kids are documented and the parents are not, they can, the kids can get food stamps for them and get some services. Sometimes those parents will be reluctant to go down and do that. And we've had migrant advocates that have actually taken migrant parents down to help them apply to get them to get the kids some services. Yes. Can you talk just for a minute? It just occurred to me that maybe um, a lot of teachers are not aware of the of who is in their school, who is in the district, the, the who the migrant advocate okay. is, or when when you have a migrant advocate in the school, or that sort of thing. All right. If you're in a school and you need to know who your migrant advocate is, you can go to the, a website, the Florida Department of Education, look up the migrant education program. They'll have that directory. You look up what county, as, as Marina's going to do with the director of the migrant ed program in Hillsborough. I gave you all my business card. You're always welcome to contact me, and I'll get you in touch with the right person. OK? 
Okay, that's that's how you can work that. Every district that has migrant students should have somebody at the district level right. that handles that handles those issues. Issue. Now, are there any other further questions about immigration before I get into some other resources for you? Yes. I just have a question. Sure. I don't understand why they can't the undocumented workers why they won't let it let them. Like what, adjust their status? their status because there's a feeling in this country that if you came into this country illegally because there's no mechanism now you're here illegal you have no right that that you're here illegally you're a criminal you have no right to adjust your status you came here illegally you should be you should not be here there are people that feel that that undocumented immigrants are a drain on the economy why should our taxes be going to this they create more crime it's also depressing wages. Some people say that undocumented workers depress wages, you know, and they just feel you're here illegally. But if they allow them to be documented and they would be here illegally, wouldn't that kind of reverse the, would that, I, I would think that would encourage more people to get documented. Some people feel that if you allow people here illegally to adjust their status, you're encouraging more people from other countries to come over here illegally to adjust their status. The reality is they're coming anyway, in my opinion. All right, not as much as they did before because the border is getting tighter and it's more it's harder to get across. I'm finding migrants coming from Guatemala now and from Honduras that far away. When there is no work in your small little towns in Guatemala and South America, they'll find one person in that family. I have one Honduran farm worker near where I live, works on a horse farm. It took seven weeks to get across. You know, because he's supporting his whole family. He's sending 600 bucks a month back to his family. That's like, they're going to come. They're going to find a way to come. Uh, the problem right now is they don't have a way to adjust their status. So it, it's problems when it comes to not getting a driver's license. Many of them can't open bank accounts. We had a robbery in Tifton, Georgia two years ago where some, uh, some locals went on a, uh, they, they robbed uh, several migrant immigrant workers of $6,000 that was stuffed under their mattress. They murdered six of them, they beat up about 15 of the others because they're easy targets, because they can't open bank accounts, so it's a real problem. Yes? On the resident alien mm -hmm. first off, can you have any idea how long it takes to get them? Oh, that's a whole other thing. Well, very often to get a resident alien can take forever, and here's a complaint. People that have green cards says it takes sometimes six to ten years to get their paperwork processed. So it's, that's a whole nother mess. The Department of Homeland Security is a, is a total, total, you think FEMA's bad? That department is a total, total, total disaster. You know, and, and that's a whole nother problem is the backlog. 